Hi, my love, it's Ruby and welcome to the Rituals to Seven podcast. You're in the right place if you're an online coach excited to meet your first million dollars and you're even more excited that you finally found someone who's doing it through intuitive flow and spiritual connection. In these episodes, I'll teach you how to grow your business in the most aligned way. Okay, are you ready for the magic? Let's get started with today's episode. It's been actually really challenging to record episodes for the podcast recently, especially from home where the studio is because the area in which I am living in is developing fast. It's really sought after here in Queensland on the Gold Coast. We probably have two to three huge developments coming up around the area, all of which are just at the beginning stages of construction. And it just so happens today is my podcasting day. My next door neighbor is getting solar panels put in. Good for her. But there's just a lot of external elements that you may hear. And I nearly put it off, but do you know what? I think sometimes we have to keep reminding ourselves it's that messy, imperfect action, leaning on that aspect, not always expecting things to be super silent during any episodes. And honestly, I get a lot of messages from you guys saying, we love that mic pops in or you can hear the kids, you can hear what's going on in everyday life. So we are going to run with it today. I'm sure it's going to be so, so impactful, however you receive this. And the topic for today is going to be about the low-key embarrassing things that I do in my business still to this day at almost $2 million in sales and revenue that have actually calibrated me more to money flow. This is going to be especially great for those of you who are really in this sort of crossroads of growing your business, not knowing what to outsource, not knowing what to actually keep and hang on to. Perhaps you are observing your own energy. Maybe you're leaning into your support group, maybe mentors, coaches that you're working with who are each telling you, hey, you should outsource this. You should hire someone onto your team to look after this aspect for you. And you're really trying to find the balance between what feels good to hang on to versus what is now time for you to release. So if this is something that is going to be extremely relative to where you're at, make sure you let me know. Screenshot it right now and share it on Instagram. My handle is at underscore Ruby Lee underscore. I always respond to every single one of my DMs. I absolutely adore hearing from my podcast listeners because it is just so gorgeous to hear how each of my, you know, different dialogue riffs and things like that have really helped you see things from a different or new perspective. And ultimately my goal here is just to help you see how easy business can be, how flowy it can be just simply through leaning on the things that make you feel good. Because what happens when we feel good, we are calibrating to a level of energetics that helps us see clearer have even more productive fire flow in a day. And also you get to play and enjoy and actually love the business that you are creating. I'm actually running a three-day 
challenge, a free challenge inside of an exclusive Facebook group. And it's going to be open for the rest of this month. So just click through the show notes. You'll be able to find the link and jump in, watch the replays if you've missed them live and see all of the amazing discussion and conversations that's going on inside of the group around calibrating to more money flow. And as I have been preparing for these three days, it's very lighthearted, very playful, but you know, there's so much intention behind helping you see the sovereignty of money doesn't need to be all serious and hard and digging into the darkness that is sometimes associated with money story, but instead inviting something through that has a level of energetics, which uplifts you over and above the shadow and over and above the darkness of perhaps what's made it feel very heavy right now. And I'm definitely all for shadow work. I'm all for digging into the part of your story that has kept you shackled and down. But one of the things that breaks that shackle is the light, is the beauty that comes with realizing money flow is always around us and it's easily accessed if we allow ourselves to bring that to our consciousness. So if this is music to your ears, I'd love to see on the inside of the challenge. But even as I was sitting there really thinking about day one, which is called Wells and Wells of Money, love that. I love the titles that come to me in my journaling sessions and feeling in so much flow of my day. But the Wells and Wells of Money Challenge day one is so incredible. It's actually inspired me to do a part of the challenge myself again and activating that level of money flow. And it got me thinking about all the things that we are often told not to do, whether it be in money and life and business and relationships, which actually is the very thing which activates so much joy and excitement in our life and very relative to today's conversation. I just wanted to bring that to light in case you've missed the Instagram stories. And I know we're all busy people. If you're listening to the podcast and you're like, what? Rubes, I haven't heard about this. Here is your chance to still get inside of the challenge. So today's topic was actually inspired by one of my mentors that I've been working with for the greater part of this year. And he said to me, completely out of love and obviously helping me scale and grow my business, he said to me, oh my God, Ruby, about a certain task that I'm doing still, which I'll talk about. It's sort of low-key embarrassing that you're still working on that. (laughs) started laughing because I totally get what that looks like from the outside. And especially because any mentor can share from their perspective, what has worked for them in their business, including the wisdom that I share on this podcast and how I coach my clients, but ultimately it comes down to how it makes you feel as the entrepreneur doing the task or doing that certain part of the project in in any which case this was so funny and I think we sort of ended up giggling for about like five to ten minutes about all the other low-key embarrassing things that both he and I are still doing in business and um, I thought this was going to be a very valuable conversation to hold and to create some curiosity and exploration about and of course especially as online business owners we are open to 
always the reality of having a lot of help around and having that also be easily accessed. We live in a world where there are platforms like Freelancer and Fiverr where you could easily hire right now if you wanted to open up the Fiverr app or whatever, and you could have someone new on your team in less than 10 minutes, which is pretty freaking cool. What a connected world we have. And also the notion of, well, maybe there's a belief system around the bigger your team is, the more successful you'll be, or the larger your team is, the more you're able to step away from your business and have more freedom and choice to do other things. Now, in some cases that has worked really well. In other cases, I've seen individuals, entrepreneurs and brands who have just built the team for the sake of it, but have actually ended up either doing more work or hiring the wrong people and having to stay in this circle of what is working, what is not working, hiring, firing, filling that role. And it's just so energetically draining. Now it might come as a surprise to you, but we have almost hit $2 million in our business and we'll be there very, very soon for the majority of the time, it's been Michael and I as the core team. He and I are just a power couple when it comes to running a business together because we complement each other's strengths and weaknesses. And then we've always had one or two people support us in growing the business. And it comes in the form of an assistant or a designer, maybe even someone who can help us on the tech side of things, Facebook ads, consultants, of course, that we might have on our team from time to time. And all of that has been such an incredible learning journey and growth phase for us, really deciding why we're hiring and and what we need in our team in order for us to feel more time freedom. I'll also say I'm at a point in my business where I have so much time freedom. So for example, last night I was on my laptop at 10 o'clock at night having discussions around $30,000 to $40,000 worth of inquiries coming in through DMs. And then yesterday, I basically spent all day out with my parents who are here visiting from Melbourne at the moment, and I was able to check them into their beautiful new accommodation and spend the day out enjoying the sunshine and not having any calls whatsoever. So the time freedom aspect is certainly not our biggest issue right now, not not even in the least, but there's this pull towards, well, I'd love to grow the team so that I'm actually able to grow new businesses not necessarily, of course, always like scaling this one out, but having more time to actually grow new businesses from the ground up as well. So let's talk about the areas in business that I actually love doing and I know I should probably outsource, but I'm not going to anytime soon. Now, I want to also layer this on with the difference is that you're actually hanging on to the tasks and the things that you love doing because you're good at it. And also the energy after you've done this particular task replenishes. If you are feeling the opposite, where the task that you're doing Yes, you're good at it, but it actually depletes your energy. That's when I, as your mentor and coach, would be saying, "Mm, maybe we need to be looking for another solution or maybe we just need to take a step back and look at why it's making you feel this way. Anything that is making you feel as though you are doing it out of fear 
of maybe it's fear of letting go of the task. Maybe you are feeling a sense of lack if you let that go, whether it's monetary lack of, oh, I could easily do that myself. I don't need to pay someone $500 to do this. Or if you're doing it out of frustration where maybe I'll just hire because I feel stuck in my business. I may as well just bring somebody else on my team and they can fix it for me. That's a completely different topic. And from my experience, it's really taking you out of your zone of genius and making clear, decisive decisions that actually move your business forward, move the needle rather than, you know, making these decisions from a place that actually hold you back. And essentially it will take you back to square one because it wasn't grounded in the intention that's full of abundance and full of clarity. So I do want to say that first and foremost. Okay. I'm going to talk through a couple of the areas that are low-key embarrassing that I am doing right now. And you can have a little giggle, laugh along, but also hopefully it will shine a light on your business as well. So the first one is discovery calls. I know this is a really big one to discuss first and foremost, and I've had many a coach and mentors and friends in the industry who literally still laugh out loud, lol in the face when I say I still do my discovery calls. And I get it. I know that it's probably one of the big things that you're told to outsource pretty early on, especially as your business is scaled to a certain level, multiple six, seven figures. I love doing discovery calls. What do I have to say about that? I mean, I love selling. It's one of my biggest skill sets. I've always been natural at sales and it lights me up. So going back to the point I made earlier about how it replenishes the energy, it literally charges me up like no other thing that I do in my business. I love selling. I love business development. I love doing it in a way that feels so flowy and so much in a queenly magnetic energy rather than doing it because it's a game or, you know, wanting to, you know, sort of just prove myself and move it forward. It's just purely out of, I want to speak to people. I want to understand what their needs are, what their fears are and being able to offer them something to get them out of that stuckness. So that's been really fun. And I'll give you an idea of how my discovery call process runs. It's actually not too different to episodes that I did like years ago, but now I guess what's different is because my social media presence has continued to grow. I've been able to deepen my intimacy with my audience and grow my relationship with all of you. By the time most of you come to me to say, hey, Rubes, can I jump on a quick discovery call? And when I say quick, it's always 15 minutes or less. It's typically just a couple of key questions and then just a, I just wanted to get in front of you and say, hey, I'm incoming. I'm so excited to work with you. So these calls are always so elevating. I'm never convincing. I'm never doing special NLP, you know, tricks, not not to say it's a trick, but NLP, goodness, magic, all of that. I'm certainly not doing it in a way that um, feels out of alignment for me. It's usually just a quick discussion and a chat. And so from that perspective, the discovery calls are staying in my zone of genius. I don't think a sales team is needed for me at this point in time. And also because a lot of 80% of my clients who come into my business or incoming, they sign themselves up without needing a call. The 20% who decide that they would love a call are usually mostly wanting to have a bit of a a quick chat and a connection and then in they come. So that's why I've decided to hang on to them. That might change down the track. I might have Michael doing more calls, for example, or maybe future assistants who have this real joy of selling like I do, but I definitely do not want to outsource that at this point in time. That actually wasn't the thing that my mentor was laughing 
about. I think he actually said, well, that's so cool. He goes, you know, I do the same for certain people in my business as well. So there you go. Hi, lovely. I hope you're enjoying today's episode. I wanted to jump in really quickly to let you know about one of my favorite courses that I've ever put together called Soul Led Business. When I first started my business, I drew a really hard line between my spiritual side and all things strategy. To a certain point, I experienced amazing success. Perhaps you've seen that and heard that on the podcast itself, but I lent purely on push energy and it eventually led me to a form of burnout. It wasn't until I embraced my intention and intuition that my business started to flow. So if you're listening to this and you feel a little stuck in your business, you feel as though there's some sort of ceiling or there's limiting beliefs around earning more and being more of who you truly are, then check out Soul Led Business and don't forget to enter the code SOUL200 to get $200 off the course. Check the show notes below and let's get back to today's episode. The second thing, which is actually what we had a big giggle about was video editing clips from my mastermind calls, post calls. So in post-production, what I do as one of the key marketing strategies to fill my masterminds consistently is I will always, after the call, take a one minute snapshot of what we spoke about inside of the masterminds. This is something that I feel is very unique to me and how I choose to market and share how I coach and also the connection of each other within the mastermind, which also creates a sense of FOMO, but also recognition from those who are not in the mastermind. And I'll do these one minute clips. Now, even though it's one minute, And for those of you that are in video editing and maybe even have YouTube channels, you will know that one minute can sometimes take a while to put together. And this is because once it renders, you want to find the right clip. You want to edit anything that's sensitive out. You want to make sure that the, yeah, that the content is relative. And then once you have that clip, you might want to, you know, shorten it think about how you're putting that out there. For me, it goes onto Instagram stories or it might go into an email funnel or it might sit on the sales page. I might update that current video and put that on as a new fresh video. These are just some of the examples. And all in all, it might take me one to two hours to do after each of my mastermind calls. And I have two big mastermind calls a week, generally speaking. So that's three hours of my time. And this is where my mentor was saying to me, oh my God, you could easily outsource three hours of your time to someone else who can do it for you. And I, again, it replenishes me. So I don't feel that's the best decision for my business. Plus, I don't necessarily want to outsource the video editing and give all of that sensitive video content to somebody else who might be sitting halfway across the world to edit for me. It just doesn't sit right and feel right for me and not a match. And I love it because it brings me into the energy of when I do share it on Instagram It's felt people feel the difference whenever I'm editing videos. I don't know if you've also experienced this, but if you've ever outsourced videos before or social media and the person that's doing it for you just just doesn't really get what you're about, it's difficult sometimes to also share that clip or share the thing that you're supposed to share because you've paid them money to edit that for you as opposed to when you do it, there's a sense of pride and joy and connection to that work. So 
there is an example. It doesn't make any logical sense in terms of where I'm at in my business at the moment, but I freaking love it. The last one that I I am also doing that's maybe sort of low-key embarrassing is things like sharing wins on social media. And I know that some of you who are gun social media experts do this for your entrepreneurs and those that you work with who are building their personal brands. An example of this is every single week I'll be sharing little clips of what's gone on inside of my Voxer chat room. And being able to clip them, once again, take sensitive information out, any of their names, et cetera, et cetera, and be able to share them onto stories. Now, these are incredible for also selling programs. I have to record another episode on my new way of gaining testimonials that actually open up portals of leads and new aligned clients without needing to wait to the end of the time that you have served them. And this is one of the areas that I know that is very unique to my business. And I'll just share certain clips of what's going on currently in my programs or in my one-to-one coaching sessions. And once again, I don't know how I would feel opening that up to somebody else who I might not know that deeply and inviting them into a Voxer chat. It just doesn't really feel all that great. And by the time I have someone actually clipping that for me, I'm probably taking out most of the sensitive information anyway, that I may as well just do it and share it. Now, something like this would take me an hour in one week to do. So an hour a week ain't so bad. And honestly, I'm like doing it whilst I'm watching Netflix current obsession is my unorthodox life, the story of Julia Hart, who's the CEO of Elite World Group. And I would just be sitting watching Julia Hart do her thing. And it's just opening up these new worlds of knowledge for me. But I'll also be sharing on Instagram at the same time. Almost within an hour of having those out there, I might see myself having anywhere between three to five leads come through in that first hour, basically saying, how do I get myself in to work with you? And they all convert. So anytime I share that, it might be a 15, 20, 25K exercise. Isn't that just so cool to think about it that way? And how conversion happens when your energy is behind the thing that you're doing. So whilst it's low-key embarrassing that I'm still doing my socials, I'm still doing my discovery calls, and I'm still doing video editing, there is something replenishing about that energy. There's something connected about the way that I share the body of work that I do, that I share the community that I host, that I share the energy that's inside of my programs. And that to me is absolute gold that I will not be letting go of anytime soon, but it's actually calibrating me to even more money flow. There is one more aspect that I will quickly share because it's just popped into my consciousness now. So this morning, and as I was letting in individuals to the Facebook group uh, for the Calibrate to Money Flow Challenge, I have had over 300, almost 400 of you register. And as you do, you're invited to the exclusive Facebook group. I know this is something that I could get my assistant to do. She could do this, no problems. But as part of this, I've asked every single one of the individuals who have joined, what's brought you inside of this challenge? And I've had such incredible responses and I can see the outpouring of just the the genuine, authentic connection that they already have to my body of work around money. So for example, I've had some individuals saying, 
I've joined this group to understand more about the energetics of money flow and to surrender into trusting the abundance of money flowing in. Ruby, I'm so interested in the way that you have such a sovereign relationship with money and I want to dive deeper into this topic specifically with you. Now, if I had my assistant accept this individual in, I could have just still had the data collected and put into sheets and all of this, but I can see the person who wrote it. I think I've got a semi-photographic memory where I know exactly who wrote this and it just feels so exciting for me now to show up in my live stream and to know that this individual is watching the live stream and I've remembered her response. Another response is, you know, just things like, I am so excited, Ruby, to be a part of this challenge. I feel so inspired to also be more in the energy of money so that I can teach it to my clients. Yes, like I want to support other coaches who also are feeling so calibrated to teaching money in their way and feeling that vibrational alignment to that as well. So this is just one example of, I could have somebody accepting invites, sure, sure, sure. But as every single person joins the challenge, I'm also saying out loud, welcome, Christine. Welcome, Sarah. Welcome, Chloe. Welcome, Melanie. Welcome, Gal. Welcome, Helena. And off I go. And it's just my way of being able to meet their spirit and their soul in a place that feels so sacred. Everything in my business is extremely sacred. I see just how beautiful energetics is in every single thing I do, including just clicking that approve button to join a Facebook group. And it's just so, so gorgeous. And low-key embarrassing. Yes, calibrating to money flow. Hell yes, being in the energetics of your business. Fuck yes. You know, this is what it's all about. So you might want to message me now and tell me what you're low-key embarrassing still doing in your business. And I'm excited to to share that with, you know, with you and high five you as well, because you know, it's actually replenishing rather than depleting. So with all that being said, I hope you love this episode. I really love sharing it. I think there's something so fun about sometimes like undoing these rules in business and helping you see the thing that just lights you up as well from the inside out. Okay. I hope to see you on the inside of the Calibrate to Money Flow Challenge. Of course, if you want to go deeper with me, we start the queen of coin at the end of the month. So check out that link as well. Do not miss out on Queen of Coin. If you've been calling yourself towards it, you can feel the energy there. Now is the time because the investment for Queen of Coin will be going up in just a couple of weeks. This is the time to jump in. I love you all so much and I'll catch you for the very next episode of Rituals to Seven. Thank you so much for sharing an energetic space with me today. I truly hope this has given you a new perspective to embrace, to ponder on, and of course, to apply into your businesses right here and right now, because if not now, then when? If you are loving this podcast, please leave me a review. And further yet, if you have come to check out some more content of mine, then also have a look at the free classes link in the show notes below. There's new ones added quite often, and these aren't just tip of the iceberg learnings. Usually these are derived straight from my masterminds and content that you're going to be able to apply directly into your business right here and right now. So you're in for an absolute treat. Click on the link below and I'm excited to see you for the next episode. 